genre. The weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I am Scott Corelli. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Nick Jimenez. Today on the show, we will be discussing Deep Breath, the 12th Doctor's first story. Uh, This is the second time that we're discussing it. The first time that we discussed it all together was when it originally aired. Um, Back in... When was that? <laughs> 20, it feels like a million years ago. 2014. August 23rd, 2014. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that was, uh, that was the last time we talked about it. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, and now we're talking about it. We were talking about it like as it first aired. And now we're talking about it as um, sort of part of this long way around thing. Because now we're like a season into the 13th Doctor. So... The Twelfth Doctor is now sort of uh, behind us, and we're looking back at his era as a completed mm-hmm. thing. And so I thought it was about time that we started talking about these episodes again. Um, so, yeah, written by Stephen Moffat, uh, directed by uh, Ben Wheatley, which is yeah. weird in retrospect. <laughs> um, it didn't feel weird Director at the time, but now it feels weird. Yeah, it feels sure. weird. Um so uh so yeah, deep breath. Uh I remember at the time uh you guys were both pretty underwhelmed when th- with this episode and I liked it a lot. And so I'm curious if that has changed at all uh as far as uh how you feel about the 12th Doctor's first story or or as a you know, a a a freshly regenerated uh story. You know, how does that how does all of that play for you guys this time around? This, as the youth say, slaps. Uh, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> this is so good. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <clears throat> I love yeah. this this time around. This was awesome. Yeah. Man. It's a it's a really touching regeneration story. Like probably maybe like the most touching. Cause like all the other ones are really just about like Wow, what a weird thing that he's a new guy and like, oh, he's wacky and like, oh, he's so he's so weird and everyone's weirded out by him. And there's lots of that in this too. But then it uses that to like tell a touching story about like who we really are as people and mm-hmm. and what that means and how, you know, trauma can change you. And that doesn't mean that you're not the same person, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, that's just like, oh my God, I love this. Um, What, what about you, Nick? Yeah, and I I I think uh, it, uh, it 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 really speaks to I think this is when like Clara became a great companion, and it almost took this story, mm-hmm. it almost took all of eleven to make her to equip her to be who she becomes in this episode, mm-hmm. and who 
I don't know, like the doctor's so vulnerable in this story in a way that he isn't in any episode, even a regeneration episode where he's usually like, you know, becoming a new person and all that fun stuff. And, and yeah, so yeah, I, I, I really did enjoy it. I think it just becomes like, I think maybe when it airs as a premiere, a premiere comes with so much baggage because you're hungry for the show and that comes with yeah. expectations. Right. And also it being like a regeneration story, like that has to, you know, you, you, you have all these, yeah, again, like expectations. And so I think now free of that, and now that the era is gone and I can just enjoy the beginning of 12 knowing where the end is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this is like a, I really, I really liked it this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it really is a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's a banger. Um, it slaps. <laughs> It definitely slaps. Um, I I had no idea that our our friends Vastra Strax and Jenny were called the Paternoster Gang. I did know that, but I prefer our our name for them, which is the Why Are We Here Brigade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even though I did quite enjoy them in this one. Oh and my it, god, no. Every time they were on screen was my favorite scene. Like, yeah, why do we like them now? What's happening? I don't know, be- be- because I, time. Yeah, I, do I, guess remember, so. I do remember us really liking them in this episode the first time we watched it, and then they never show up again. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes <laughs> never sense. Return. You know, they do have uh they have a series of big finish adventures though. Oh no. Yeah, they do. I uh I gotta yeah. That's the <laughs> thing I'm gonna check out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they sure do. You could, uh, you could you could put those characters anywhere. On a train in the desert. Spe- like uh yeah. interspecies sword lesbians. That's that's my jam right there. I don't know yeah. why we weren't I don't know. But I'm excited to like rediscover them as we go forward. I, I think what we were I think what our problem was uh, was that like we didn't understand what purpose they had what 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 their purpose was in the show and we kept waiting for like their purpose to reveal itself and Hence then, the name and then when they never <laughs> right and then when they never showed up again it's like now we're like watching it and we're realizing that they really had no purpose they were just characters <laughs> like it was just like yeah no they're just they show up occasionally like it's just a thing Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. But I. Uh, I really like this. I love, love that the first image in this episode is a dinosaur because Capaldi is a dinosaur. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I, thought I about love that. that. Like this whole episode is about how he's like old and wrinkly and gray, <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing that they show is a dinosaur. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Um, just storming across. Yeah, just just the episode. It, it, it's such a beautiful episode, and I think Ben Wheatley has such a fun time capturing. There's just something so whimsical and also melancholy about a Tyrannosaurus walking through Victorian London. <laughs> that dinosaur is just chilling. Like <laughs> he just it's just walking around for like a while, and then you know, yeah. like it, it catches on fire and dies uh, later. But like. For for a solid like day and a half or something like that dinosaur is <laughs> just like trolling around London, just like minding its own business. Huh, As you what's do. All, what's all this? What's all yeah. this then? And everyone's <laughs> just like going about their lives, like you know, it's yeah, it's weird, but you know, it's not going to affect my day. I've still got to go to work. Stiff up a lip. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. 
I the the only part of this there's only one part of this story that I don't like, and it's the the stupid noise that uh, the the sound effect that happens when Vastra knocks out the doctor. It's like this weird cartoon bonk sound effect. <laughs> I'm like what? Is, why is that a thing? Yeah, I don't know because she doesn't even knock him on knock him on the head, right? It's just like she just like knocks him out with like a Vulcan mind meld kind of deal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it still makes like a like a cartoon bonking sound effect. <laughs> so weird, um, weird choice. Uh, but I do. I love the doctor being like, "I'll keep you safe. Don't you worry. We'll take. I'll get you home, no matter what I do." And then it just catches on fire and dies. So sad. It is really sad, but also it's really funny because the dinosaur isn't real, so it's fine. I know. <laughs> the timing is funny. What yeah. happened is sad. It's like right. Firefly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's just like Firefly. Um, but uh, I love that this is a this is a dinosaur murder mystery. Like, what other show are you going to get a dinosaur murder mystery? Like, that's that's kind of next level. That's who murdered this dinosaur? <laughs> yeah, it's maybe the greatest thing Moffat's ever done. <laughs> Is he ever going to top dinosaur murder mystery? I don't know. We'll see with Dracula. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I um, think it's a testament to Jenna Coleman's performance that we. Always, we understand where Clara's frustration is coming from. Like, this could easily be, like, as a fan, this could easily be like, get on with it. It's the doctor. Can we get over it? You know? But, like, you're really, I'm, 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 I'm empathetic with her this whole episode. And it's powerful that, when she, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good because I, you guys definitely were not. The first time we watched this, I was definitely like, oh, no, don't you get it? It's like for new who people and you guys were like, he's the doctor. Just get over it. What's wrong with you? Like, you guys are so mad. Well, we didn't like Clara then. We do now. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That is true. Fair enough. So maybe this is really like about Clara more than anything else. It's sort of like uh, uh, it's it's like this episode. the, The thing that's changed isn't the doctor. It's Clara for you guys. For sure. That, well, that, she's allowed to just be a comp- well, she was a bobble for so much of series seven. Yeah. And, she was, uh, and it was like the, the mysterious girl. What was the mystery girl? What the was impossible her? Yeah, the, girl. Oh, the impossible girl. Yeah. Right. How oh, could boy. one girl be this smart and awesome and cool and in my show? <laughs> <laughs> and because and then, I yeah, wrote her that way. Yeah. And in this one, it's finally – she's given something to do and something compelling to uh, to act against and deal mm-hmm. with. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with some some kooky space puzzle philosophy mystery prophecy thing. It's just like, well, why is my friend different? Yeah. And, and he doesn't even have to uh, uh, go crazy and try and strangle her to death in order to pull that off. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just cold. six doctor. <laughs> well, but he he let he let us know who he was right off the bat. Yeah, what happened to my friend? He tried to kill me. Oh, <laughs> this time he's just like, what happened to my friend? He's old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's old and he doesn't. He's not warm the way that he was. He's not like there for me right now, and that I need him, and he's not. I'm looking right at him, but he's not there. Yeah, I also liked that change where it's like. The, the idea that 
the 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 companion never really needs the doctor as much as the doctor needs the companion and i mm-hmm. i really yeah. like that i like that sort of revelation here of like 11 when 11 calls her and it's just like he he needs you man like <laughs> he really mm-hmm. does it's 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 scary it's real scary um it's not a fun time every time this happens so if you could just like yeah. you know be kind of chill that would be that would be good <laughs> it's so sad thinking about 11's first moments and 12's first moments in hindsight. Like 11 had that kind of fairy tale beginning with young Amelia Pond and 12. It's like he's out in the snow, he's cold, he's confused. There's a dinosaur mm-hmm. rocking around. Yeah. Really, he's wrestling a homeless man for a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Jane uh Sarah Jane's uh, husband. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah, that's that's uh that was her that was her uh like real life in real life her Aww. husband. Um he was playing the he was playing the tramp. So Aww. Yeah, I uh I there's like a lot of um the the dialogue it's also just like in general. I mean, Moffat's dialogue can be pretty clever in general, but like I was just sort of um in awe of like the connections that he was making. Uh like just like clever wordplay connections and things like that like he was talking about like one. I I love the the bit earlier where he's like, "Don't look in the mirror. The mirror is very angry." And it's like yeah. he's he's talking about himself, like he's talking about his face. <laughs> uh, and then like later when he sees himself again in the in the alley mirror, um, he is talking about his eyebrows, and he's like he's like everything else is fine, but the eyebrows are like they're very cross. He's like they're in. It's like they're independently cross. Like like they would want to start, set up a independent state of eyebrows. Oh my god, I'm Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> like that's <laughs> like that's so funny. Oh man, I I just I like just making all of those connections. There is just so <laughs> I don't know. I just think that that's so clever. Yeah, yeah. The whole episode, you know, where it's so easy to like anything you care about. It's so easy to rag on and 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 criticize, but and and you forget how delightful his writing could be when he was really on and really mm-hmm. having fun and telling a good story. Yeah, and it's really it really says something when you think about how different eleven and twelve are as mm-hmm. characters, and how like. You know, he was he was uh, show running this this series and, it, you know, he he created his perfect doctor with the 11th doctor, the doctor he always wanted to see. And he did it and he finished it and then he made another one. Uh, and it was like, now what kind of doctor do I want to see? And it's this guy and it's and it's different, but it's still the doctor. And I'm just kind of in awe of his ability to completely reboot his thinking on the entire series because the 12th doctor era doesn't really feel anything like the 11th doctor era this is the only episode that feels anything even remotely close to that it's very much a transition Mm -hmm. episode where you start off with the sort of bombast of the 11th doctor era and then you end in like more of a solemn quiet place like the 12th doctor's era it usually is Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it works very, very well and it's just masterfully done. And, um, you know, I think that he learned a lot in that, uh, period of time between the 11th doctor and 12th doctor, like just sort of realizing, I think tying up the 11th doctor made him realize how much he missed the mark 
you know, throughout his tenure in, in yeah. the 11th Doctor and like how like, oh, wow, this really is a mess and I'm doing my best to clean it up. But like this really got away from me. Um, <laughs> and and I think that he went into this being like, you know, maybe I just maybe I'll just write Doctor Who. Like instead of writing my Doctor Who, maybe I'll just write Doctor Who. Um, and I think that that was a really smart way of, uh, of, of doing it. And I'm, I just, I loved this. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, uh, this, this episode is where we got our, uh, name for this from the long way around. Oh yeah. That's yeah. from this episode. Is it? Yeah. He tells the, the clockwork p- people, the, the oh, half, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The half man, whatever. whatever oh, and, his that, name is. And, that, and that feeds into why it comes back up again in day of the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. He like he's like, well, yeah, I guess I go, oh, yeah, I guess it is from the day of the doctor, but then it's like he repeats it here, but anyway. Um Oh right, day of the doctor was before this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I always thought it came. That's right. It must have just been one of those things where he just like was constantly making references to other doctors and maybe that's what he was doing there. Um but uh yeah, the so the bit at the end of this, and that was like one of the the real like sticking points for you guys when we originally watched this. Um, the idea or the hint that the doctor may have killed this robot guy um, pushed him onto the spire thing, mm-hmm. and uh, they have that line about like which one of us is lying about our basic programming, and then the next thing that we see is like he's he's dead on the spire. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember the last time we did this, you guys like had a real issue that like there was even a question about whether or not the doctor would kill this guy. Um, how do you guys feel about this now? I think that it's um, it it makes sense in the context of Capaldi's run that mm-hmm. he might have done this thing, like. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more forgiving of it now because like this is his first act as the doctor. And then what does that mean for him going forward? Yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like ellipses. I think I'm okay. Of- oh, sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just like it's, it, it, it's an uneasy answer because his first season is kind of an uneasy answer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about, it's ended up being about the search. He doesn't even really find out. I feel like we don't really get 12th Doctor until, like, season nine. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they do the thing that they kind of had always planned with the 6th Doctor here. Yeah. Which was which like... Which I don't love. <clears throat> yeah. Let him let him grow and find himself over the course of a season. Instead I think of, that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm right more away. okay with the ambiguity of it this time uh, yeah. than I was at first. Yeah. I to me I actually felt that it read less ambiguous I this time um than last time <clears throat> like to me uh watching it this time it felt very obvious to me that the the robot killed himself but also that the doctor convinced him to do do it so mm. it's like they both did the thing in a yeah, way. Yeah, they're both at fault. Yeah, yeah, they're both at fault. Um, and that—that's kind of how it read to me this time. Uh, hmm. Rather than like, he, I don't think he pushed him, but I think he convinced him to jump. Do it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Come on, just do it. Yeah. Um. So I like that. Uh, really like that phone call. I I really yeah. I really liked uh twelve just asking her to see him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
um, please just see me, which is, uh, that was good. And the, the hugging was nice. Um, and then, uh, we get that, we get that thing with Missy and, um, hell yeah. It's, it's so funny that, you know, there was a time where we were like, I don't know, maybe she's not the master. And it's just like, (laughs) it's so obvious now. it's, It's so obvious that she's the master. (laughs) <laughs> just like oh man like the thing where she's like welcome to heaven and then she like growls and snaps yeah. at her. and i'm like oh man you're the master like no doubt <laughs> it's so funny in retrospect <clears throat> these uh these mysteries that are like really obviously not mysteries mm-hmm. um but yeah it was nice seeing missy again and and yeah and what a and it was just a reminder of what a hell of an entrance that was for like Michelle Gomez and that character and just yeah. kind of like this season of like, we're doing this by the way. Yeah, for sure. Um, in her, in her like whole, like Mary Poppins uniform. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's such a, in a, in, in an episode, you know, we, we were just talking about uneasy transitions or like, who am I? Here's a character who just like kicks out of the gate. This is who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just, I really, uh, I really love that. And I love that not only are we getting the beginning of the Capaldi era, but we're getting the beginning of the Missy era because we see her end also. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Wow. I know. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. So good. It's all so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The Capaldi era. Wow. Get on it, <clears throat> man! I know. If you, ha- if you haven't, I know totally. Um, I just want to binge watch it all. I know, right? Man, yeah. Like the fact—the fact that there's so many new Who fans who haven't even seen just just Missy as a character. Like that's such like a vital part of the show to me and what I like about it now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, I really, really love that that speech that Vastra gives to Clara about the Doctor's regeneration and like. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked it before, but I, I just, I was kind of just blown away by it this time of like, you know, just uh, the Moffat, like very clearly using Vastra to explain to Matt Smith fans that it's all going to be okay and this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he, he was called the 11th Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's because, you know, the 11th hour was a big uh, a big like sticking point for a lot of people. It was like yeah. that was that was where a lot of a lot of people jumped on. It was like a lightning rod episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I know so many people who don't like any doctor except eleven. Like they don't even like ten. Ten feels old fashioned to them. What? Yeah, I know. Oh, wow. Yeah, he he's not floppy enough. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think part of it has to do with the effects of the Russell T. Sure. Davies era yeah. being sure. pretty cheesy most of the time. Um, not not quite up to snuff. Uh, but yeah, I, it's definitely a thing. And then I think that I most of them, I would argue, probably jump ship um, went with the regeneration because they're like, I have no interest in watching a show about an old man. And uh, that's a bummer because, man, they're missing out on some of the best Doctor Who of the modern era. Mm-hmm. 
because man, I am I am pumped to get back into this. And I remember not liking Into the Dalek, but watching that trailer for next time, I was like, I'm ready to go into the Dalek. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah, no, this was just this was so fun. It's just a really good really good regeneration story. And now that we've seen all of them that exist currently, now that we've talked about them, um what 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 is your favorite, you know, post regeneration story? Oh, jeez. Uh that's that's a hard question. <laughs> I know, right? What was Tens called? Uh, really Christ- dumb. Christmas like- Invasion. Christmas Invasion. <laughs> yeah, probably that one. Yeah? Oh, I just remember because I was really against – because Nine was my first regeneration. And I was like, what? No, mm. who's this Who's this guy? I was so like – I was so skeptical. Like, oh, they just got a better looking actor. That's so lame. Like, Eccleston was so good. And then just immediately being like, who is this actor? Who is this character? This is so fun. This is so cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. It's really good. I think for me, it's still 11th hour. Like, that's the one that I come back to. I've, like, I think that's the episode of Classic Who I've seen, or not Classic Who, but New Who that I've yeah. seen the most. Yeah. It's pretty great. It is pretty great. Um, it's pretty great for sure. I, like, I, like, I could show my parents 11th hour and mm-hmm. I know they'd have, like, a really good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it might still be the 11th hour for me as well. And I think that it's the combination. There's a lot of stuff in the middle with, uh, with, with, prisoner zero and all of that stuff that i'm like well but um it doesn't doesn't quite uh hold up as well but i really like the beginning with amelia and mm-hmm. i love the end with his like i am the doctor speech oh yeah yep of just like like i'm the doctor deal with it mm-hmm. um i i love i love all of that uh so like th- those two things are so strong that i think that that's still my favorite as well um, but this is this might be a close second, I think, because it is very very good. I like how like contemplative Capaldi's like "Who am I?" sort of monologue in the in front of the mirror is compared to Matt Smith's like very declarative like "It's me, here uh, I am." Well, well, I think it's because. Matt Smith's doctor is, as we learn in in uh, Day of the Doctor, is the final regeneration of that doctor of the of that of that regeneration cycle. So mm. he's sort of like the culmination doctor. Yeah, yeah. And then Capaldi is a reboot in a way. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, well, who am I now? Right? I thought I was I was the culmination of all the things that I had ever been. And now I'm yet another thing. So like, what is this now? Mm-hmm. You know. So like, it, mm-hmm. it 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 I I like that. I like that um that it works that way. Kind of cool. Yeah, there's like a tiredness to him that's so engaging. Of like, I really have to do this again. Like, I really. Right. How many times do I have to put myself through this again? Mm-hmm. Right. And what for? Right. Right. Um. Yeah, I really like that. But for those of you playing along at home, uh, the season eight episodes will be The Sensorites, The Tomb of the Cybermen, The Colony in Space, Pyramids of Mars, Ark of Infinity, The Mysterious Planet, The Greatest Show in the Galaxy, Seasons of Fear, Empty Child, Dr. Dances, Impossible Planet, Satan Pit, Vincent and the Doctor, and Into the Dalek. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Yeah. Stay Watch tuned, everyone. Watch this space. 
watch this space um, and make space for all of us in your hearts. For Jamie and <laughs> Tegan yeah. and, and Susan. Uh, anyway, um, all right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next time whenever that is. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.